Happy New Year, Panther fans. I'm David Brown. Okay, and apparently I'm just not talking now. I'm David Brown along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. I'm like, are we changing changing this up? Am I introducing myself? What, what's going on? I threw myself off by instead of saying welcome back, Panther fans, saying Happy New Year, and that is like kind of ruined my entire little spiel. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Like everybody else, just take control now. <laughs> What's next? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. What do we talk about here? What is this whole thing about? Well, anyhow, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, guys. Uh, welcome to the new year. Uh, how's everybody doing? Wonderful. Good. Already broke my New Year's resolution to work less, so I'm doing well. I don't. I don't make New Year's resolutions because I don't like failing. <laughs> and you know it's going to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> make, make your New Year's resolution to not exceed expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. Shit. Shit. Well, you know, so it's 2021, which means all the 2020s problems have been resolved and we can move forward and every, everything goes back to normal because that's what the whole thing was. It was I'm all pretty sure that's what that means, right? 2020 is over and it was the worst. And so now this can only be better. Exactly. Everything, everything's uh, in the back window or whatever you want to say. And uh, yeah, so we can, we don't have to worry about, worry about masks anymore. We can fill the sports arena for basketball games and all that. We can go to bars and everything afterwards. Right. That, that I, don't all, right. You, I don't know if you actually saw, but um, Georgia had its first case of the UK variant of the COVID um, thing. So it's the one that we don't have a vaccine for. We're, we're doing this forever, man. This is it. This is the new norm, right? I, I, hate I hate that phrase to the whole new normal. Yeah. Podcast this way forever. I, I mean, I, I foresee us doing it like this anyway. So <clears throat> this is so easy. This is so convenient and yeah, safe. Tim and, I can, Tim and I can get Tim and I can get drunk in the studios and we can uh, video feed into Ryan. So he'd be like our little Max Hedrum person on the whole thing. <laughs> Are we doing a, a studio? Is that <laughs> something you didn't tell us? Did you get us a Christmas present? Uh, studio, my basement, whatever you want to call it. So. <laughs> Multi-purpose facility. Uh, yeah, we, there's not a lot to talk about uh, this week, but I'm sure we'll find a way to drag this out to an hour and a half, anyways. Uh, all I really got is just the two bat or the, the two basketball games that happened, and then looking ahead to, to Troy as well. Uh, we'll see what what goes on. Uh, there was some talk on the, on the message board on Panther Talk. Some, a few people chiming in that they could see a perfect record going on for the Panthers to run the Sun Belt uh, this season, and like explaining <laughs> why it was reasonable. And game one. While I don't think it was an unreasonable discussion to have, at no point did I ever think that we were going to um, to run the table. But I just tell you, there's I too many games. Like that's are, that's an unreasonable expectation for how many games that they play. You know, I mean, there's gonna be a down game if you're playing that many. Like no matter how good you are. And being right. Georgia State fan, Atlanta fans in general, don't you know if we would have run the table in the regular season, we'd be like setting ourselves up for being kicked out in the very first round of the uh, well, the second round, but yeah, tournament. yeah, I don't even know how that whole thing is formatted. We have weeks for me to look into that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was bummed out on that first game loss, like just the way that it happened. I mean, I was feeling pretty down. I was not looking forward to that Saturday game. Well, and I saw all the chats coming back and forth about, you know, how the next game wasn't going to be any better because the same players were going to be out or whatever. And, you know, yeah, that was the big step up. You guys all seem sad. That, well, that we was were. the news is like we turned the game on and like the very first words out of those horrible announcers' mouths were uh, Sesame and Toppins were going to be gone. And that is like, you could have knocked me over with a feather with that. Tim, did you know? I, I guess it was posted on Panther Talk beforehand, but like right beforehand. Did you, how, what was your take when you heard that? 
Um, well, first, I didn't know. And when I heard it, I was extremely distraught because it's our favorite player. Right. By default. It's not my And then I wondered, where the hell are we going to get rebounds from? <laughs> and we didn't. <laughs> and we didn't that game at all whatsoever. Well, but if you look at it, though, we that game, we went down nine points early in the first half. I mean, like super, super early. And that's just what we really never battled back from. We got it within three points several times, maybe even two, I think, yeah. several times. So I know you can't just like erase a segment of a game, but like if that you take that little bad stretch out we had in the very first half, it's a completely different game. And obviously, Sosami is that different. He would have made a huge difference in that game. But not having him in the second game, I was nervous about. But uh, the Panthers came out to make a statement of that second game. They were up by 14 early in the first half. I mean, we found hot shooting and then we found rebounding somehow in that game. We had some players step up get some rebounds i think in the first game we were out rebounded somewhere in the 15 to 20 range and you know they had, i think they had 17 boards on the offensive glass you're not like they had so many second chance points plus wait, they were shooting wait. on five. and what does that mean what did you just say that is some coach hunter numbers right there you know we don't need to rebound the ball just uh score <laughs> block their shots you steal said the something ball. about offensive glass and boards yes what's that mean what does glass that mean boards. Well, one thing that came up. What does it mean? We know none of us know. That's why we don't say it normally. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I, I, I really was like, you know, trying to be the voice of um, ignorance here because I, because I am, and hoping that there was some, uh, some explanation. No, it's getting rebounds off of, off your shots, your own shots, offensive. Oh, shots. okay, all yeah. right. So I mean, they out rebounded us clearly in that game. Well, everything. And then the really odd stat that stuck out to me was our free throw percentage was almost 77%, which is unheard of. Yeah, we um, came back to life in the second game. I believe it dropped quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, so everything reversed in the second game. Yeah, well, we were the ones getting fouled in the second game, and we were the ones doing the fouling in the uh, – I don't know if that makes a difference. One thing that those horrible announcers said that I kind of uh, – Which one thing? <laughs> yeah, well, you were not okay with these announcers. <laughs> I was actually texting you uh, about this. Or like, this thing I wasn't texting you about, Tim. But no, one of the things I said was we switched up from uh, like running primarily man defense to zone defense in that second game, and that's where things seem to be going well for us. Switched back to man, and that's when they got it close and tied it up there at the half. And so we switched back to zone. So I don't. I know what those two things are. I don't pay close of attention to a game to really acknowledge that I'm understanding what ones they're running. Is that something that you saw going on, Tom? That made sense to you? Yeah, I mean, we did switch up the defense a little bit. Um, you know, they were getting outside shots easily. You know, we had no help basically on the interior when they would throw it down to that douchebag. Um, what's his name? Tipper Tippins Tipper or no, the Lion King guy. What's his uh, name? The big boy? Yeah. Uh, the big boy didn't – I don't feel like he played that much in the game. I, I, to me, for a while, I even re- I remember that that was the team with the big guy. And he just kind of like – No, 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 not the big guy. I mean, okay. he's tall. Not the – there was, yes, there was a bigger person on that team. Yeah, um, he, he, like uh, changes the gravitational pull of the ball around the, the Mustafa, court. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that. Mustafa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was, so he was, he was a force inside, and we were struggling with that. And so they were getting a lot of – you know, even goes, they would throw it into him. We would kind of collapse because we were man to man at the time. And then they would dish it out for a three. So 
when we changed the zone, it made it harder for them to actually get those threes or even like have him score. Um, he was definitely, he was frustrated, right? You could tell he was getting chippy um, when he wasn't getting his way, which he was getting at first in the game. So, well, if I recall correctly as well, uh, if you if your strategy is to, to foul Coastal to win a game, foul Mustafa because he was like missing everything from the line. If I recall correctly, he was just not a good free throw shooter. So he is us, just slightly worse. <laughs> Basically, that's that's not a good news. Uh, the other thing about those horrible announcers that annoyed me was this is what I did message you about Tim was. Like every single time a three pointer was attempted, you'd get, you know, so and so's got a good look. Corey Allen's got a good look. And then, you know, both the, the teams combined for a 40% three point shooting, but 100% of the time that announcer was saying, with a good look, Corey Allen goes for three. No, no, no. They can't all be good looks if you're missing 60% of the shots. You could just be really bad at three pointers. If it's a good look and you, and you suck at them, then like you're not going to make a lot of them. But isn't 40% a high number? I, I don't know, but I, what I'm saying, yes. he, <laughs> he said it for every single three-point attempt. It wasn't like there were select shots where he's like, oh, that looks like that's a good one. No, he, it was every single shot, every single three-point attempt. Uh, he said, with a good look, that's a good look. What's <laughs> so to be honest, I mean, he's terrible, but I kind of felt like he was NBA Jam, right? Like I was waiting for him to say, he's on fire, you know, like <laughs> – and it was all repetitive, just like you said. Like it was the same words over and over and over again for whatever player was shooting a three. And also, did you uh, hear during the uh, broadcast they talked about how um, this was the first time they've ever heard of two teams playing back-to-back games against the same team? It's just so unheard of. It's an unheard of thing. Like, yeah, we're in an unheard of times. You you don't normally play the exact same team in back-to-back weeks. We get it. Say that at the beginning of the game. Maybe say it again at the, at halftime. Be done. No, this was like coming out of every commercial break. It's about- also not unheard of in other sports where like in baseball you play series, right? And you go and you play a bunch of games head to head. And I think it makes a lot of sense to play them all at once. Well, yeah, they, they did acknowledge that in like the NBA playoffs, you'll play the same team multiple right. times. Looking at oh, so he, he was just like, yeah, but everything I just said was kind of like bull because like other basketball teams do it all the time. Maybe you're just trying to find something to talk about during a Coastal Carolina Georgia State basketball game. And yeah, yeah well, way to defend him. Maybe the maybe. one thing that could make you like him was defending him against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> but so, uh, I mean, we've only got one week in the the books here. But what did you think, uh, Tim, watching it uh, doing back to back games like that? Uh, just did it feel weird? Waking up the yeah. day and playing the exact same team. It definitely felt weird. You could tell the teams were a bit tired, right? Yeah. Like they got slow in the second half, making some bad passes, turnovers. Um, you know, we didn't have that many turnovers, but you could tell the team was tired. And, you know, they're not used to this. They don't play Friday, Saturday. Right. They at least play, was it Wednesday, Saturday, or Thursday, Saturday? There's at least a day off in between, you know, for the last X years. But that um, day. That day was travel too, so it wasn't like they were really getting a chance just to chill. They had to, you know, sit on a bus or a plane or something. But yeah, you're checking out Conway, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Friday night, <laughs> partying it up in the the residence inn in Conway, South Carolina. Not to be confused with Myrtle Beach. They did not go to Myrtle Beach. That's for sure. No, it's an extra forty five minutes there and back that you don't want to have to worry about. You know, 
Uh, one thing they did that was kind of surprised me, I saw on that Saturday game, was they did switch up the uniforms. So we were played with our traditional away whites on uh, Friday, and then we played the the blue homes on uh, um, on Saturday. I don't know I'm talking about anymore, which I just wasn't expecting. I guess it makes sense. You don't want to like uh, you don't wanna, well you don't want to contaminate your uh, your jerseys and that dirty Conway, South Carolina water doing laundry that night and. Isn't basketball switched where like the home jerseys are light colored and the away jerseys are dark? Yes. And then whatever, and then flip whatever I said. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I just, you know, I I know like a select few facts about basketball and that's one that I have. And so, you know, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that I knew some things. The round is, the the ball is also round guys. It's round. It is. It is a round ball. Yeah. Yeah. If we score more points, we win. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's another one I know. I do think that uh, with two sets of of uh, jerseys going back on that bus and a and a bag of some sort, I would not want to be the person back in Atlanta having to wash those jerseys a couple of days ripe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of sh- I think about when I put notes down for this whole thing. That's uh, weird. That's, weird. That's, that's the kind of shit that you put down when you have to talk for an hour about two basketball games. Exactly. I'll bring it up <laughs> later on when we talk about the Troy game. I'll talk about changing the jerseys and having to. <laughs> so, David, did you think uh, going into the second game, were you kind of on the same wavelength? You, you thinking we weren't probably going to pull this one out to get the split series? Well, so that's what kind of bothered me. Like, what I was thinking when I asked you the question about playing the two games, had we won that very first game, you know, either in a close fashion or a blowout, kind of like what it wasn't really a blowout that they did, but yeah. I would have felt a lot better about it, but going into it, I'm like, man, this is a horrible idea. I don't like losing a game and having to play the exact same team again with the exact same players and, and no rest and everything. But, you know, we worked out. We split the games. Um, it's weird. Uh, I don't think that – as far as a um, season ticket holder going, when we get to the home games, like, you know, with the family and the kid, kids and stuff, having to, like, go out Friday night and watch a game and go back out again Saturday afternoon to watch a game, that's going to be taxing on just – fans as well let alone the players that actually have to go out there and exert themselves and everything but yeah i did not like it having lost the game had we won the game i would have felt a lot better about it <laughs> yeah i guess i'd rather win games if we're gonna lose if we're gonna split all these series i'd rather win game two yeah and end the weekend on a good note instead of ending on a sour note I'm pretty confident. I did not say this last week uh, on the podcast, but I was thinking going into the games that really with Coastal and with Troy this coming up, if we can get out of both of these split series, I would be happy going into the rest of the season. These are supposed to be two of our tougher games. I actually did go look at uh, Georgia State's history against Coastal, and I didn't realize this. We've not played Coastal well, like ever. Like it's been – I think our series is tied at – not tied. We're six to four in the series, but uh, we play them. Where did I put those stupid notes? I got them somewhere. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever. He's got notes. He keeps his stats. He keeps his stats. <laughs> so we, 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 uh, before, before they joined the Sun Belt, we were 0 and 2. We played them twice before. We were 0 and 2 against them. And then since then, we've gone 4 and 4. So, you know, I was like, we're four and six. Sorry, we're four and six against Coastal historically. Uh, we've only played them twice in the sports arena. Those two are two of our wins against them. So oh, the thing about playing in Conway is not in our favor. I don't know what it is, but that, so I didn't. They were saying this is going to be the toughest games we played this season. I didn't realize that we've really struggled against Coastal. So 
getting out of there, splitting them is it's an accomplishment. That's good. That's a positive thing. We should be proud of that one, especially in Conway. Yeah. Which tumbles us right into our favorite team, Troy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we never struggled with whatsoever at all. Are, are we playing there? Is that yeah. what? They're playing. Yeah. Before, before we move on to Troy, I did want to bring up one last thing about how, uh, about the game up there. And that is, I think Kirby messaged out in a little group thing, whatever. He said he'll never complain about the sports arena again after being up there in uh, in Conway's gym. And I guess they moved a lot of the bleachers back and stuff for the spacing. Man, it did look bad. Like, it looked really bad out there. And the camera angles they had, I don't know if the – I don't remember watching games at Coastal before. I'm sure I've watched our games. We've played there in the past. Mm-hmm. The cameras seemed like they were so close to the court, they really couldn't get a good view on it. And it was almost a Blair Witch type thing as they followed the ball from one side to the other. And it was crazy. And then they had their, their behind the basket um, camera on one side. You could actually see the Alabama bowl game going on. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I spent the second game trying to figure out what they were watching uh, the next day, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't see that one on there. But it was, um, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, cool. it made me appreciate the sports arena a little bit more. Uh, it makes me excited about our new convocation center because we're not going to have those weird seats in our convocation center. Right. Exactly. It's I doubt more- we're going to have that much like retractable bleachers. I can't imagine you'd have much more than a couple of rows, if anything. Maybe one side, you know, like in one of the. Yeah, you could pull it back for where the players actually have their benches and everything. Those can come right. out from other events, but yeah, I don't think it'll be much of it. It was just a crappy stadium, and like the, the the camera angles were bad. And then whatever ESPN Plus was doing about not having the score on the screen. I hate that. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. Why can't we have the score on the screen? Who wants the score? Who wants to know who's winning or what times left? Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, none of that stuff is important. Let's just show this crappy angle of a game. But all right, we're out of there. We're we did have one tweet, by the way. I, you saw that. It was only shown a couple times in camera angles, but there's one tweet in one of the corners. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. So not really great seats in the entire arena, but you do have a suite for who knows, probably their, their version of the pack or whatever, right? Right. Right. And I don't, they didn't, there wasn't a lot of camera angles of the fans you could see, but uh, mm-hmm. I would say they honestly looked uh, less people in attendance than what I've seen so far at our games. Uh, but then again, I'm sure they, they may have upper uh, bleacher seats like we do that you can't see uh, on camera, but whatever. I don't think so. I think it's just what you saw. Like oh, the other side that was folded up, that was mm-hmm. the side behind the camera. Well, finally, I can now say that there's definitely a, uh, basketball arena in the Sun Belt that is worse than the sports arena because it looked poor. And then it also doesn't help when it's plastered in teal bleachers as well. That doesn't make it look any better. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Getting back to the score not showing up, that's one of the reasons that pissed me off about, you know, ESPN Plus at all. It's because, like, you know, I knew the quality of those feeds from watching ESPN 3 for however long, and I'm like, you, now you want me to pay for this crappy feed? <laughs> like, really? Because I won't. I just won't. <laughs> I don't mind play, paying five bucks a month to be able to watch all the Georgia State stuff. It's yeah, fair, fair. I get it. I mean, but then again, I'm actually watching these games. You're not watching these. Yeah, games. yeah. That's the other thing is, uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of intention on on watching that. But but even with football, like crappy feeds, crappy announcers, usually I'm like, come on, man. I mean, GameCast while you're playing video games is fine, right? 
I I do I do that frequently. Yes, yep, <laughs> frequently. I, I you guys can't tell, but this is this is one monitor. I got another monitor here, so this will be my this is my gaming monitor, and then this will be my watching monitor. I thought you were going to say your work monitor, and so you're like, I work on here while I'm playing video games. All day long. <laughs> that happens. That definitely happens. <laughs> all right, we'll get a chance to make fun of the color teal for uh, another week next week. Uh, yeah. We can go ahead and move on to, uh, to Troy. And so what I'm concerned about with Troy is the fact that we'll have to have two sets of uniforms drive back to, to Atlanta to clean. But fortunately, it's only a couple-hour drive, so they shouldn't get too stanky on, on Saturday night. You got us through at least 15 seconds there. <laughs> uh, well, actually, so that's the thing about the Troy game. As you know, I steal pretty much every uh, idea that I come up with from things I've read about uh, from others on like message boards and everything. But Ben has not got the Troy game thread up this week yet. So I've got nothing from anybody else to steal. We need to get one of those uh, workers on that, Ryan. Aren't you still a worker of Panther Talk? I, I am still staff, yes. Well, get on it, man. Come on. All right. Uh, Troy's another team that we've, we, as we know, just it's not been like, easy for us. I went back and looked at the history of the games here, and we're up one. It's 20 to 19 uh, as far as our record goes. So whoever you know wins at least one game here is going to take the lead uh, or maintain the lead or whatever you want. I don't know what I'm talking about. That makes no sense. We had a pretty good lead in the series. We were up six games a few years ago, but the past 11 games, we've gone three and eight against Postal, against Troy. Troy, yeah. Against Troy. I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. Yeah, man. We can have the best team in the planet. We just find a way to lose there. I don't know what it is. It's it's scary. So this is definitely one we can get out one and one. I'll be very happy about. Yeah, they can be the worst, and we can be the best, and we'll still lose. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I was there when they just – it's like there's something possessed when we go to that arena. They they will find a way to win. D- didn't they win a bunch in their old arena and have a new arena now that they still win a bunch in? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's true. I think within the last decade they've gotten a new arena. That sounds right. Um, yeah. So More basketball yeah. facts from Ryan. <laughs> they did. Uh, well, everyone in the East uh, East Division did split their win over the weekend over this past weekend. So Troy's right there with us, one and one going into it. They played App, uh, and not to get into covering all the other games, but just talking about Troy since we're talking we're playing this week. Troy won the first game against App, sixty nine to fifty six. That's a pretty good win. But then app came back and like just bitch slapped Troy in the second game and they won 90 to 59. So app may be in that same kind of position that we were in. We're like knocking a little rust off in the first game and not, not altogether, but then took it personally in the second. So I don't know what to expect out of Troy, but depending on how we do, I'll be judging that as far as how we play app. Cause I think that after coastal app, maybe our next divisional opponent or next opponent. So I think we need to just uh, win the entire series to like break the hex that's on us beating them in their arena. I mean, yeah, they beat us twice. Lanier doesn't have a win against Troy yet. They beat us here and they beat us down there uh, last time. So it'd be good to get at least one, but I would definitely, it would be a good statement out of this program to get two wins and we should be getting our, our guys back. So to me and Toppin should both be back for this game, right? That's what we heard. That's, 
think so. I don't know. It's a little vague, like if they had COVID or they were just traced via exposures and they have to sit out coastal. I haven't followed up on it. Probability Mm -hmm. says that it was just contact tracing kept them out because I think that's what's been obliterating, uh, you know, football teams and basketball teams. So, well, based off how we played in Conway, if we get Sosme and Hoppins back, it's a completely different game, completely different performance. And it's a team that would have won both those games easily. And we'd go into this beating our chest about how good the program is and how we're going to go undefeated in conference. But undefeated minus one. Yeah. Do you guys follow the, uh, it's a, it's a Reddit thing, but it's kind of gotten more like national exposure. The imperialism maps they do for college teams or for sports teams. Yeah. So, like, if you beat somebody, you get all their wins, and it starts coloring it over, like, the map. Right. At the beginning of the season, they pretty much go every county in the nation, and the county that's closest to a university, that university gets to claim that as their land. And I was was looking at it this week, and and as you lose a game, that team takes your land. So, you know, if if we had played out in Minnesota and won a game, we would – inherit those Minnesota, Minnesota counties or something. So it looks like a weird map when you see the Panther head way out Pretty there. Cool. It's interesting. It's, it's yeah. neat. It means absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's kind of neat. Very scientific actually. Well, yeah. uh, but one thing I thought was kind of cool looking at it going into the conference play is uh, as far as the Sunbelt goes, uh, only Georgia state owns any land in the nation. We're the only team we, we own our area because after losing to Mercer, we, beat Mercer again. So we pretty much regained our own land. <laughs> and, and I guess we got Macon as well, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even break that down to talk about, but I thought it was interesting. Coastal for a hot 24 hours had, had all our land and then we just got it back. Oh yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but so Does the it end doesn't of, happen if you don't look at the end of the uh, regular season, whichever team wins the Sunbelt uh, tournament will have, all, all the land they'll have is just the Atlanta market, just Atlanta and Macon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of weird, but uh, yeah. So I got it. What else you got about Troy? I mean, we don't. Wait, are we don't, there no more out of conference games? Is that what you're saying? Right, we're we're, we're conference only until we make postseason. Oh wow! All right, that's kind of weird. And <clears throat> but I guess the tournament we can maybe um, we can talk about that, right? Did you have that on your agenda? The tournament. Yeah. No, week one into into the conference play to not have our eight weeks out tournament to talk about. But they, the March Madness, um, the first brackets came out from the net results or whatever. I don't know what I'm right. saying. Um, but I saw a bracket today, <laughs> <laughs> and it had our name on it. Woo-hoo! Yeah, we were a 14 seed versus I think Kansas. Right, Tim, you're nodding along. I think I'm right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, 14 seed is really easy to nod your head against because I think the Sunbelt champion pretty much always is right there at a 14, maybe a 13 seed. Yeah, we could have flipped in as a 13 at some point. You know, we maybe deserve 12 once in a while, but. Yeah, there's a good uh, video out there on YouTube about an argument for why they need to change up the seedings about how you know you have really crappy games at the beginning of the tournament. Like you, there's granted there's a Cinderella teams that do these, you know, magnificent upsets, but you could actually get better basketball if you weren't putting a 16 seed versus a one seed. If you actually kind of paired teams up a little bit better, but yeah. yeah but but that's the benefit of being a one seed, right? That's like that gives you something to pay for at the end of the season to say like, well, I know we're going to make it, but like, you know, we want to make it as number one seed so it's easier. 
Well, that guy's YouTube video is a lot better than my description of stuff. So yeah, if you watch that video, also I'm he's wrong. So <laughs> there's that. There's that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think the bracket prediction today was like the official March Madness account, Andy Katz's bracket. But there's ESPN. They have like four people that do brackets. We've pretty much been in every single one preseason and so far during the season. I, I didn't look to where we're at right now in some of the ESPN ones, but um, it is interesting, I guess, since we're talking about the tournament, you know, they're going to host the entire thing in Indianapolis across God knows how many arenas. I think they're going to have two courts in whatever their football oh, stadium called. Lucas Oil. Yeah. But they, but they're off two courts in Lucas Oil, but they won't be playing simultaneously. What right. they should, they absolutely should play simultaneously. That'd that be would awesome. Be that would be amazing. <laughs> Actually, just play on the same court. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, know, it's kind of weird. Like you know, everything's in indie. I don't. I mean, they still said they're debating fans or whatever. Probably not at this point. Hopefully, things change. Um, you know, if you have Lucas Oil Stadium. With a court, two courts in there, you can fit fans in there. If these schools are putting fans into their 3,000, 4,000 seat arenas, and you go into, well, I would assume Lucas Oil is probably around 70,000 for a football configuration, probably yeah. more for a basketball configuration, you know, it's with two courts on it. You should definitely be able to have fans in there. Like, yeah. Definitely be able to have fans in there, especially we considering we'll be, you know, two months out from our uh, month and a half out now from now. And, There'll be a lot of people that have gotten vaccines and stuff. Um, yeah. Put them out there. Yeah, so. It's just so funny because I think last year around this time, and we were so surprised when they canceled March Madness. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, they're not going to let that happen again. Like, this is just because they got caught off guard. And and now if they're talking about not having fans, it's almost like they're talking about doing the same. I mean, it's not canceling it, but it's like almost as bad. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. Not yeah. Yeah. Fans. I think they posted about like family members and stuff getting in, right? Yeah. People associated to the school or whatever, but like just regular fan attendance is what they're debating. There's well, plenty of space, like David was saying, to spread huge. out and Lucas yeah. Oil. Yeah. And I guess we what we all need to hope for is that Notre Dame makes the uh, the, the tournament because based off of their college football playoff game, like the head coach is like, well, we're not going to play if there's not going to be fans at the game, which I think is part of why. Well, we got moved to to Arlington. That may, that may have just been because California. I can't. I don't know exactly. Yeah, California it, got more strict. That that's Notre, what But Notre Dame said that they were not going to allow. They were not going to play in a playoff game if at least friends and family were or family of the players were not allowed to be in the stadium. Somebody so. should have been like, "Good, you weren't supposed to be here anyway." So, like, go on, <laughs> bye, bye, dude. What evidence do you have that Notre Dame should not have been in the football playoffs? <laughs> Was that losing their conference championship? <laughs> yeah, it was, I know. I was, I was joking. Yeah, okay, <laughs> by yeah, a lot. You missed that joke there completely. Yeah, so. sorry, sorry. I, I was, um, I, I was not giving you the benefit of the doubt, and then I was also explaining it to the people at home. Yeah, <laughs> all ten of them. So yeah, Troy, Detroit. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a tough game. Uh, ESPN gives us an eighty-four point seven percent chance of wins. Just showing we're done. All right, screw you, ESPN. Don't even play the game. I did find it interesting that the uh, the Vegas odds when we uh, played Coastal, we were uh, projected to win Coastal in the first game, and we didn't, and we were still a a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the second game. So, eh, they knew something we didn't. 
I don't know about COVID numbers and math and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah how are you feeling about uh, this game, Tim? Going to Detroit? Uh, I'm gonna think we go in there, and I think we'll pull out two. We got our star players back. I don't know if there's any COVID related absences from the game. Hopefully not. We'll have, wait till, we'll have to wait till we turn the game on and find out, like, you know, oh, yeah, uh, we're playing all backup players because everybody's out. We don't – yeah. I mean, I think we split them no matter what. I, I admit we're I, we're better, but I believe in curses, so. <sighs> I don't like it. Yeah. We'll win the second one. My heart says no. My mind says you're right. I want to get into a, a, a system of winning the first one. I'd be, I'd feel much. Oh, better. man, we got to keep that land in the in the imperial map thing. We got to oh, keep it. So okay. you got to lose the second. You got to win the second one, no matter what. Yes, imperialism rules. We need to uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep, that. <laughs> keep that land. Gotta keep the land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Ryan, you're saying you know one and one. Tim probably saying the same. We're all probably saying we're going to split the games, right? No, uh, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna win both. He said we're gonna take out two. We're gonna, we're gonna take two on him. I like it. Take two. I like it. I like it a lot. So hopefully, hopefully you're right on that one. Yeah. So um, Tim, you want to talk about what the conference did last what week? Did well? the conference do these guys? <laughs> Come on. Ooh, we had a lot of games, Ryan. It's gonna take like ten minutes to get through. Oh, I don't want any ten minutes talking about. I, I'm just I thought the conference did something stupid. Yeah, I they, thought there was news about like something the Sun Belt did. Yeah, they admitted Georgia Southern in the conference. That was pretty. <laughs> that was <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like just a, a high level kind of. You know, what was your take on what what happened in the in the conference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's only well one exciting game on what Friday the first we had. Texas State losing in overtime to ULL. Um, congrats to the Swamp people. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, yeah, that was, an, that was an overtime game. I didn't watch any of the West Division uh, games. I, they, I think I actually had one on the multicast up at one point. Also, they still have that same coach? Bob Marlin. Bob Marlin, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, and, and based off of talking to the, the Raging Review guys, I feel like while they're probably happy about – what he's done for the program so far, they acknowledge that he is a total piece of work. Nice. Yeah. Good. <laughs> One of the best scores of the weekend, Southern losing to South Alabama, 88 to 59. Yay. I mean, yeah. That was... They were smoked. They were smoked, but then again, they came back and they won the next day. True. But they didn't have, they didn't keep any land because they didn't have any to keep. <laughs> they had no land. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just so you know, this is all I care about now. I'll come. Um, I'll come prepared every week with the imperial uh, map, and you know, we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the libertarian would be the one that's all about the imperialism. <laughs> I gotta, um, I gotta gamify the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make it interesting. So our friends uh, in Louisiana, they can't win anything. What? Yeah, those Monroe guys. They actually uh, they won. 84 72 over Arkansas State. So and they actually won. They're uh, one they're of two and oh. Yeah. There's only, so, yeah, out of the entire conference, there's only two teams that are uh, two and oh, and, and Monroe's one of them. They, uh, that basketball team sat around and watched a lot of bad football over the over fall. And was like, <laughs> you know, you're not going to be that team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think we already talked about Troy beating App, right? And then 
app coming back and beating Troy. So they split the series. Um, the second we had, obviously we talked about Southern coming back. Um, so the East, basically all the teams split one and one. And then there were two teams in the West division, little rock and Monroe that won their series outright. I was kind of thinking the whole conference would split and be, you'd have one and one teams everywhere, but that would have been so exciting. Who did Little Rock play? Little Rock played. Who did they play? Louisiana. The, uh, Ar- Ar- Arlington. Arlington. Yeah, the, Arlington. the two the two non football teams played each other. So yeah, but it, Little Rock's usually the good one, right? Right. Yes. I think Little Rock was picked to be the winner of the of the West Division. So they're yeah. they're rolling along as they should be. Yeah, but they didn't have to, you know, beat somebody who's been beating them for a while. So, like yeah, we, I've got no idea about the history of that, but I'm going to assume that Little Rock probably may have the edge, at least recently, against UTA, UTA, whatever they call it. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, no, that's right. I think. Yeah, yeah UTA. UTA Arlington, UTA. So, where does that leave us? Where are we at? Where's the Where's the conference looking right now, as far as standings? We're in the least of everyone. Number one. All, yeah. we're number one. No, Georgia State's still number one. And we're always number one. Well, wait, what is our um, mid-major ranking? Ninth. <laughs> and not ranked in the other one. Oh, okay. So what are we, like 80, 89, something like that? Uh, actually, we only, we only dropped two spots of 73 in the ESPN BPI. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'll take that. See, that's good news to me. Not bad. We're, we're like on the outside just looking in the window right now. Yeah. No, 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 because that's not how it works. All we have to do is win the Sun Belt. Doesn't matter what we're ranked. Then we're inside. <laughs> we could be ranked. I guess we guess we couldn't be last, but we could be ranked what twelfth or twelfth last. last. No, well, I guess you could be three hundred thirtieth and win the conference tournament and get in. But then you wouldn't be three hundred thirtieth. I would. I would imagine your ranking would go up at that moment. You'd win that one game or four <laughs> games to get you in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that everyone's tuned out of this episode. <laughs> Well, you didn't plan enough, David. So now it's just me and Tim rambling at each other. <laughs> it's never a good point when that happens. So. <laughs> it's only good when I'm talking and saying things that are incredibly uh, entertaining to hear. But All right. Uh, I actually that. don't really have anything. One little thing. Uh, so I made a mistake. Uh, last week I talked about women's basketball, that they're following the men along. I should say following. The, the two programs are playing the exact same schools every I didn't realize this. They are doing that. They are playing. So women were, were scheduled to play Coastal this past week. Didn't because of COVID issue. But no, they're doing home and away. So the men were away at Coastal what? this week. What? And the women were, were to be home against Coastal. So I thought they were trying. The reason why they were doing this was to try to do, save travel expenses or something. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Fewer buses, fewer trips or anything. But yeah, so, so if you're going to do the two teams play the exact same uh, schools, like why? Why be home and away on that? Makes no sense. No, nothing. No sense whatsoever. Welcome to the Sun Belt, David. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could make an ex. Uh, you could say that it would take time to like clean out the arenas between games to make sure. But I'm like, not Let's that. Do much, it. It's not that much time, really. Isn't it, yeah, it, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be easier than you know filling up? a truck when you didn't have to and like going down there and doing like when you don't have to 
Well, I've got no idea how many buses we would use to go to, you know, Conway versus Troy versus for two teams. If you just, if it's all the exact same thing, but you would, you assume that being able to combine at least a little bit would make it. I'd tr- imagine you'd combine your equipment truck and that would probably be about it, right? The buses would probably be the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, actually, no, because I mean, all your staff could go on one bus, right? And yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's weird to me. It's weird. Yeah, it's dumb. But you know, they don't pay us the big bucks. So, you think they're getting paid the big bucks? Um, Sunbelt people, maybe. I don't know. Bigger bucks than me? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay. He's <laughs> pretty high on himself. <laughs> Well, we're only 40 minutes in, guys, but I don't really have anything else to talk about this week. Well, I got a couple of things for last call, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, I gave you that that thing, but I think that should probably be last call, so. Oh, yeah. Is there a bull grade last call? Uh, yeah, the bull grade. It's, Tim sent that to me just before we got on here. I think What? We got graded, man. Grading our bowl performance, bowl game performance. Oh, oh. Our we, we got a bowl grade? Because it was an A+, wasn't it? Well, you'll have to either find that article or tune into Last Call to find out. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't nice an either. That's all I'm giving you. And I will say that while I agree with their grade, I disagree with their reasoning behind oh, it. Oh, good. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And we're going to take the conversation over to Last Call. We'll have a few more drinks and talk a little more candidly about the Panthers. Uh, football and basketball. We didn't talk about football really at all uh, this There's episode. Not much to talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about. Man, it's a bummer. I don't know. You don't have to talk about. But uh, yeah, so check that out on our Patreon page, uh, free on Friday, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Uh, thanks to our Patreon members who just gained uh, this over this over the holidays here. Uh, they get to hear it uh, immediately free and get to be part of our private group chat where you get to hear all of my thoughts and ramblings as I drink during games. And uh, Tim and Brian sometimes reply. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Check out the the Patreon. Thanks for the the last call, Patreon. Uh, Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.